సంతోషిణీ జగన్మాత మమ సౌభాగ్యవృద్ధే నమస్కరోమి భక్త్యాసన్నవరదాభవ శంకరం శంకరాచార్యం కేశవం బాదరాయణం సూత్రభాష్యవందే భగవందణవాయ్ఞానైకమూర్తే నిర్మలాయ ప్రశాంతాయ దక్షిణాముక్తే నమ సచ్చిదానందయ విశ్వోత్పత్తి తాపత్రయ వినాశాయ శ్రీకృష్ణాయ వయం నుమాంబుజ్యామళకోమళంగం సీతాసమారోపితవామభాగం పాణో మహాసాయకచారుచాపం నమామి రామం రఘువంశనాథం అర్జున ఉవాచ కిం తద్బ్రహ్మ కిమధ్యాత్మం కిం కర్మ పురుషోత్తమ అధిభూతం చ కిం ప్రోక్తం అతిదైవం కిముచ్యతేస్మిన్మధుసూదన ప్రయాణకాలే చ కథం నేయోసి నియతాత్మీ శ్రీభగవానువాచ అక్షరం బ్రహ్మపరమం స్వభావోద్యాత్మముచ్యూతభావోద్భవకర విసర్గకర్మ సంత అతిభూతం క్షరో భావ పురుషశ్చాదిదైవతం అధియోహమేవాత్ర దేహేదేహృదాంవర అంతకాలే చ మామేవ స్మరన్ముక్లేవరం యతి సమద్భావం యాతి నాస్త్ర సంశయ స్మరన్ భావం 
त्यजते कलेबर तम तमे वैदिकेय सदा तस्मासु कालेशु मनुस्मरुध्य मय्यर्दमनोबुद्धि वैश्य संशय सो दि चैप्टर बिगैन विथ अर्जुना क्वेश्चन सिक्स क्वेश्चन वाक्य वाट ईज ब्रह्म वाट ईज अध्यात्म वाट ईज कर्म वाट ईज अतिभूत अतिज्ञ अतिदव then the seventh question was how can one remember the lord at the time of death so out of the seven question bhagwan answered in two verses six of them now the last question is the whole chapter so from the fifth verse onwards you will see अंतकाले चमेव स्मरन मुक्त कलेवर सो कलेवर दिस् बाॉडी लीविंग दिस् बाॉडी द वन हू थिंक आफ मी मियर मी सगुण ब्रह्म सो भगवान्ष्ण हियर इट ईज द वक्ता हियर इज कृष्ण सो दर् फॉर मेव स्मरण इट डज मीन ओनली यू शुड रिमेबर कृष्ण because there krishna devotees will be able to remember krishna there are shiva devotees also there or devi devotees hanuman devotees ganesh devotees also there so they all can think apne apne bhagwan so <laughs> that allowance is there in hinduism so it doesn't matter whatever be your ishta devata you remember that lord you will come to the lord <clears throat> The reason also Bhagwan says, "Yam yam vapismaran bhavam tejatyante kalebram." Whatever be the strong thought at predominant at that time of leaving the body, that alone will propel the jiva <coughs> to take the next birth. <coughs> so these are all. Or Gurudev used to say, if the gun is the barrel is pointed towards one direction. naturally the bullet go there only <laughs> the same way our this barrel is what the karma or your strong thought that is directing the jiva to different yonis one is going to talk about that later now then tasmat sarveshu kaleshu maam anusmarayudhyacha so this is where we find difficulty sarveshu kaleshu <laughs> all the time remember him now here we have to understand the we have two level of mind one is called superficial mind another is subconscious mind superficial mind is necessary for your day to day activities so that you have to continue using it 
But the subconscious is the one that has to remember the Lord. <laughs> so it has to become part of subconscious. <laughs> Only then it is, it should be like a Shruti yesterday, I was telling you, like a Shruti. It goes on, the background. <laughs> so whenever the mind is free, the mind should pick up Bhagavad Katha, Bhagavad Chintanam, Bhagavad Kirtanam. <laughs> Suppose you have a musical band, then you can hum a bhajan, kirtan, a dhun in the mind. Or if you have, if you don't have any musical sense, then think about katha of Bhagavan, stories of Bhagavan, or his name, simple remembrance of his name, that itself is very good. There is a story about Appayadich that he was a great saint, poet, and uh, he was great devotee of Bhagavan Shivji. <laughs> and you know, the, you must have seen this um, Shivaratri time, they drink bhang, right? Bhang. <laughs> so, see, when a person, the real, real person come out only when either you are angry or you are drunk, isn't it? <laughs> These are the two times your real personality comes. <laughs> Until then, everything is nice smiling face. But the moment you are drunk, you leave, I mean, all the reservation is gone. That is when the subconscious comes. So, this Appayadishtar wanted to experiment. So that I, I will drink, he told his disciple, I will drink this bhang. Then, whatever come out, you write it down. So, sometime gali hoga, kuch hoga, I mean, whatever it is, whatever that pent-up emotion, it was there in the subconscious, it will come out. Now he drank this bhag and then afterwards it came out such a beautiful stuti on Lord Shiva. So think about it, it's very famous. It is Unmatta Kriti or something like that it is known. So in his intoxicated mood also, he is singing the glory of Bhagavan. That means his subconscious is soaked in the devotion of Bhagavan. <laughs> that is what we have to understand from that. <laughs> so how much um, thought must have gone into this? That's why in, um, in Sundarakand also, Anumanji, when he was searching for Sita Ji, he could not find her. Then suddenly he saw a beautiful palace. Next to that there was a Tulasi. <laughs> and a Rama temple also, and he was surprised to see in this uh, jungle of Rakshasas, how can there be a devotee? <laughs> but to test that, he assumed a Brahmana uh, form and then went to the door of, uh, what do you call, Vibhishana's palace. At that time, it seems Vibhishana also got up. <laughs> saying, Ram, Ram. <laughs> that made him confirm he is a devotee. Because, see, you get up with the thought, suppose, suppose you go to sleep with the thought of Ram, then you also get up with the same thought. Why? During the sleep, it is said, your subconscious is chanting the mantra. <laughs> that is why you get up with that thought. <laughs> you can see that in your life also. Suppose you are worried about something and you went to sleep 
Uh, with that worry. What happened? The moment you get up, that worry hits you immediately, isn't it? You pick up. Why? You are thinking about it. Your subconscious was thinking about it. So, this is the subconscious is the one that has to be programmed, reprogrammed. So, this reprogramming, we already come here with program, but we have to reprogram to think about this Bhagavad Katha. That's why mind will not be say in in Tulsi uh, Ramayanam Uttarakhand there is a Kagabushundi Dinacharya is given <coughs> Kagabushundi was a great Rishi he was in the form of a crow but it was a great uh, devotee of Bhagavan Ramchandraji his Dinacharya is given there it's very interesting because morning he gets up he does meditation on Bhagavan because morning time it is very beautiful <coughs> Mind is sattvic, at that time you can meditate. Then afterwards, breakfast, after breakfast you become rajasic. <laughs> then he says, I will do this um, reading katha, <laughs> Bhagavad katha, satsang, I will do. Then by evening what happened, you become tired. So the tamasic mind comes, then he said, do puja. <laughs> so when the mind is tamasic, take a puja. When you are rajasic, do satsang or do katha or do pravachan. That is also good. <laughs> then some activity should be there. Then when your mind is pure, then do meditation. So this is how he divided the day. <laughs> we will not be able to do all that, but at least one of them we can pick up at least one ten minutes a day. It is not that our religion demands from us so many hours, okay? So this is where the problem is. We we get mixed up with a religious person and spiritual person. <laughs> a religious person is a person who spends two hours, three hours in the puja room <laughs> and come out angry also. <laughs> you see, sometimes, sometimes they say, when I'm doing puja, why you people are making noise and all that? Anyway, you are supposed to do puja, why are you listening to us? <laughs> <laughs> This is a picture that we carry about our religion. Because some grandfather or grandmother must have done it in your house. So this picture we carry, that's why we are allergic to temple religious practices and all that. We think that we are modern, so we are allergic. Because we, we have this image in our mind, etched in our mind. But that is not spirituality, please. A spiritual person... Sometimes may not go to the temple also. <laughs> that is not. I am not saying you should not, but I am saying may not go. But a person who spent long hours in the temple and the puja room doesn't mean that he is spiritual. <laughs> Spirituality is when he see the very same Lord present in every living being. That is the conversion. That alone makes him spiritual. <laughs> If he has his other person dukkham, he is able to consider it is my dukkham. Other person happiness is my happiness. This is where he becomes spiritual. <laughs> Until then, he is religious. <laughs> okay. But religion, religious practices definitely give him punya. There is no doubt about it. It gives him merit. As a result of merit, he will enjoy sukham in this world and next world also. There is no doubt about it. 
but when it comes to spiritual growth inner growth and contentment and happiness is totally different unless you have spiritual growth it is not possible <laughs> so bhagwan said it will not come automatically you have to do abhyasa the next verse this much we saw yesterday abhyasa yoga yuktena ಚೇತಸಾನಾನ್ಯಗಾಮಿನಾಸ್ಯಾಸ consistent practice nothing you can gain without practice so we have to do practice nothing in this world comes to you automatically isn't it with abhyasa only comes so i will give you an example from your life let us say you came to this country 19 90 maybe that time your attempt was to join the crowd isn't it the local crowd become americanized you got a job then you apply for your green card then you got a green card and then next is what get married so you wrote to your uncle <laughs> friends there back home and now i am ready i am i have a stable job and i have green card also so i have two weeks vacation i will come i will see some people and girls and then i will get married this is chatpat mangli to hota hai aajkal to now this person goes and uh, your mother parents have lined up a few girls there and he interviews them nowadays i heard it is ulta <laughs> the girls are interviewing him it seems <laughs> how much money you are making what company you are you are working uh, what are the perks you get bonus all those kind they ask they know everything about american companies uh, everything and sitting here you are i am living here 25 years i don't know certain things what is going on in america they know Oh, sitting in india they know <laughs> they come and tell me have you seen this have you seen that anyway he selected one girl and got married but he cannot bring her so because her green card is to be arranged so he came back then every day talking on the what do you call telephone at&t make some money on that <laughs> so <laughs> spending hours talking and all that finally this girl was coming on a friday evening and he was very happy that my wife is coming finally after 6 months of applying for the visa and all that and she came and then he was invited to a neighbor's party <laughs> and then she naturally of course he has to bring her <laughs> to the party first time this girl is coming from india and she is not used to wearing this high heeled shoe and all that 
and he trying to fit that he bought a shoe for her because he didn't know the real size so it was half size less and poor girl tried to fit into it and it was a pain actually and he is uh, she is holding on to his hand because not out of romantic feeling or anything <laughs> here it is out of <laughs> pain <laughs> she is holding on to his hand finally they reach the house and this person bought a champagne bottle and then presented to the bar with the host there and that host also received it say thank you very much and then put it in the ice box then after some time there is a small talk and then afterwards what is that happy hour and all that <laughs> and some people go to the bar some people go to the soft drink in the section all according to that they do finally <coughs> this person open the champagne bottle champagne bottle opening also another ritual it's a, you they the americans don't have ritual they have rituals <laughs> so this has to be opened with a white towel covered <laughs> and that cork is to be removed very slowly otherwise the whole thing will come from and then all those uh, champagne glasses are all upside down you know sirshasanam this to be taken and then slowly pour you can't pour just like that just champagne just slowly pour and all of them will come in a tray and everybody has to take one and not sip okay me wait <laughs> because there is a tendency to sip no no wait so she was going to sip but she said wait wait thero thero hindi mein bata diya usko zara thero abhi time nahi jo that she said ye peene ka hai kya <laughs> so she asked kya peene ka hai abhi nahi then she put that and this person comes with a what is that this toast <coughs> so today we are celebrating 17th <coughs> uh wedding anniversary of us and i am happy that she put up with me for 17 years <laughs> all those things are talking about her and him and all that it over and for her health for my health let us drink i don't know for the health why they drink i don't know but that's <laughs> <laughs> click the glass and then she was to drink that okay and she brought that champagne glass near her nose it hit her <laughs> first time because she has not uh, experiences wine or um, drink or anything first time it hit her ye kya hai kya pee pina kya hai kya ye peene ke liye mujhe laaye ke idhar chup ja baith chup ja piyo he gives instruction aankh band karke piyo <laughs> and she has no choice she put one sip and it was such a terrible taste you know <laughs> first time you drink that is not a very pleasant taste <clears throat> and somehow she managed to swallow <clears throat> then second one also third one onwards she was comfortable <laughs> now now after 20 years you are living here 20 25 years you are living here now this person has become a connoisseur <laughs> on 
champagne. She knows which one is the best, which brand is good, how many old ones is good. Everything she knows. How? Abhyasa yoga. Abhyasa yoga yutena. Isn't it? How did you become such an expert? Every day experiencing it, right? So the useless thing we become expert by abhyas. Why can't you become expert in something good for your life? <laughs> so this Chetasa na anyagamina unswearing mind. Chetasa here means by the mind. This is possible in the meditation seat. Try at least half an hour, twenty minutes. Chetasa na anyagamina. This practice we have to do it. That twenty minutes, let the mind not waver from the point of meditation. <laughs> but otherwise, waking hours, it is not possible for the mind to focus on Bhagwan all the time. It will get distracted. But at least while you are doing japa or puja, and if you are doing puja, puja is successful only when. If you invoke the Lord in a bimba, you should feel that presence of Lord. Only then the puja will be successful. <laughs> Otherwise, mechanically, most of the time we do puja. It doesn't. Uh, of course, it will give you. I am not saying it will not give you some result. It will give you some result, but it will not give you the desired result. <laughs> so chedasa na anyagamina. Paramam Purusham Divyam Yadi Parthanu Chintayan. Having gained Anuchintayan, having gained instruction from a teacher, then think. Anuchintayan means that the Anu means, Anushabda is used for after having learned from a Guru, one should reflect upon it. Anuchintayan. So paramam purusham divyam. So that paramam purusha supreme purusha purusha shabda is purishayanat purushaha purnatvat purushaha. The one who resides in the body. Puri means this puri. This body is called puri. Navadware puri means city. So navadware pure dehi naivakurvanna karayana. So in this puri, the city called this physical body, the one who resides. The consciousness is the one resides in our body, so that at the same time it is all pervasive. Purnatvat, it fills the universe. So the Lord is the one that fills the universe. At the same time, He resides in you also. <laughs> that Purusham, which is divyam, divine, <laughs> and shining, and paramam supreme, one should meditate upon that. So abhyasa yoga yukte na chetasa na anyagamina. Somebody said, see Ramanujam, he was a mathematical genius. <laughs> so at the deathbed, when he was about to die, somebody came and asked him, "What is your number of your what do you call the uh, car? See the number plate of the car." So immediately came and said. This is the what is square root of this number. 
square root of bahavat then there is a this 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 is a number and its square root of this number is my car number think about it. even the death bed he is remembering square root and things like that and he is able to remember his car number also so <laughs> what kind of a the the uh, abhyasa he must have done in his subconscious it is soaked with what mathematics <laughs> continuously he never forgets numbers so that ability <laughs> comes to us through abhyasa <laughs> so this we are doing a householder remember his family all the time in and through throughout his day to day life waking hours that i am a householder i am a family man bal bachcha wala hai you know this you always remember back of your mind it is there that is why in spite of certain situation in the office you swallow your pride why because you feel like giving answer to your boss but then you solo why because bal bachcha hai if that fellow fires me i am in trouble so let me not <laughs> so this thought is there always in back of our mind so this is what bhagwan is saying that one should keep that lord in the back of your mind continuously so whenever the mind is free whenever the mind is busy of course it has to do its uh, daily things but when the mind is free what does it do that makes the difference so whenever the mind is free let the mind go to bhagavat chintanam bhagavat kathanam bhagavat smaranam ityadi this is what is very important <coughs> then what is that here bhagavan is introduced as i was telling the krama mukti <coughs> krama mukti is with upasana karma with upasana is the means for krama mukti krama mukti means gradual liberation there are two type of liberation one is sadyo mukti jeevan mukti means while living here you gain moksha and another one is gradual liberation you go to brahma loka and in that brahma loka bhagwan brahma ji will teach you okay still you cannot escape vedanta there also <laughs> you escape from here there he will catch you but but there it is a better teacher ha <laughs> why because brahma ji is the one with four head he has got so if one head is tired the other one is there so like that there are advantages but plus again the condition living condition also much better <laughs> so and health also body also you will have a healthy body you will never feel sick because doctors are not there hospitals are not there in brahmaloka so nobody gets sick and all that so all those things are very specifically perks are much better conditions are better you don't feel tired and um, the atmosphere also air conditioned atmosphere so therefore and the mind also will be very free <laughs> you will not have all those samsara dukham so while listening to satsang you are thinking about oh, oh i forgot to switch off <laughs> the stove i don't know 
or somebody will see it and switch off. But suddenly a thought comes, that you can't listen to satsang. So all the time, mind is picking on that, isn't it? So like such thoughts are not there, so it is mentally free, you can listen. So Brahma Loga, Brahmaji gives you the knowledge and you attain Mukti. <coughs> it's called Karma Mukti. Now for Karma Mukti also, Upasana also, there are two kinds. One is the Sakama Upasana, Nishkama Upasana. So we do Upasana with certain desires that I want to fulfill that. That's why Upasana gives you Siddhi also. Ah, there are so many, now in our India, there are so many people, Siddhas are there. They, you go and sit in front of them, they can read your mind and tell you what is going to happen. <coughs> so Nadi Jolsim and all that, there are so many things are there in India. So these are all people who practice certain type of pranayama, etc. Or certain type of upasana they have started. Some people, they say this particular time, this Devi come to him. And then they go and line up. There are a lot of people go line up and so just to listen to their future and what will happen to us and all that. They will ask so many questions and this person answers and gives solution also after that particular time. And that is over. He is a normal person. Like that, there are so many. See, in India, there are so many things. <laughs> goes on. Some are fake, some are real also. But we don't know. But Bupasana, as a result of Bupasana, there are certain siddhis are possible and that is the Sakama Upasana. Then comes Nishkama Upasana. Upasana you do only for Antakkarna Shuddhi. The desire is only for purity of mind to make you qualify to know the truth. So Jnana Prapti Yogyata. So Jnana Yogyata Siddhyartham for making you qualified to gain this knowledge, you do upasana. So these are the two type of upasana. So sakama upasakas, they gain siddhis, etc. in this world. Nishkama upasakas, as a result of their upasana, but they were not able to study the scriptures or go to a guru, etc. But if they die, they go to Brahmaloka, and that is called the Surya Marga, Shukla Marga. That part, Bhagavan is going to talk about the end of this chapter, Shukla Marga. So, these yogis who are practicing meditation on a regular basis, they go through, their soul will go through Shukla Marga and reach finally Brahmaloka. In that Brahmaloka, they attain Mukti through the help of Bhagavan, Brahmaji. So that's why in Kaivalya Upanishad, the teacher himself is Brahmaji. Pitamaha. He is the <coughs> Guru there. Now, how they should meditate? So, Abhyasa Yoga Yukte Na Tejasa Chetasa Na Annegamina. So, what are the attributes of that? Paramatma is given, in, briefly given here. Kavim Purana Manushasitaram Anoraniyam Samanusparetya Anoraniyam Samanusparetya 
ಆಿತ್ಯವರ್ಣ ತಮಸ ಪ್ರಯಾಣಕಾಲೆ ಭ್ರೂವೋರ್ಮಧ್ಯೆ ಪ್ರಾಣಮಾವೇಶ್ಯ ಸಮ್ಯಕ್ So here in the eighth verse, Bhagavan talked about consistent prayer. The efficacy of pop prayer. Don't, don't look uh, lightly upon the power of prayer. our prayer is very important very powerful <laughs> especially in kali yuga where you cannot do tapas or ritual or worship it is considered most important thing in kali yuga is nama japa <laughs> so that is the way of liberation <laughs> i'll read it out to you on episode it really happened okay miracle and wonders of prayer prayer <laughs> dr mark a well known cancer specialist was once on his way to an important conference in another city where he was going to be honored by an award in the field of medical research He was very excited to attend the conference and was desperate to reach as soon as possible. He had worked long and hard on his research and felt his efforts deserved the reward he was about to obtain. However, two hours after the plane took off, the plane made an emergency landing at the nearest airport due to some technical snag. Afraid that he wouldn't make it in time for the conference, Dr. Mark immediately went to the reception counter and found that the next flight to the destination was after 10 hours. The receptionist suggested him to rent a car and drive down to the conference city, which was only four hours' drive. Having no other choice, he agreed to the idea, despite his hatred for driving long distances. Dr. Mark rented a car and started the journey. However, soon after he started, the weather suddenly changed and a heavy storm began. The pouring rain made it very difficult to see the road and missed a turn he was supposed to take. After two hours of driving, he was convinced that he was lost <laughs> driving in the heavy rain on a deserted road feeling hungry and tired he frantically began to look for any sign of civilization 
After some time, he finally came across a small, tattered house. Desperate, he got out of the car and knocked on the door. A beautiful young lady opened the door. He explained the situation and asked her if he could use her telephone. <laughs> However, the lady told him that she doesn't have a phone or any electronic gadget, but told him to come inside and wait till the weather improved. Hungry, wet and exhausted, the doctor accepted her kind offer and walked in. The lady gave him hot tea and something to eat. He was feeling relaxed. The lady requested him to join her for prayer, but Dr. Mark smiled and said that he believed in hard work only and told her to continue with her prayers. Sitting on the chair, doctor watched the woman sitting in the dim light of candles as she prayed next to what appeared to be a small baby crib. Every time she finished a prayer, she would start another one. Doctor felt that the woman is in need of some help and spoke to her as soon as she finished her prayers. Doctor asked her what exactly she wanted from the God and inquired if she thought God will ever listen to her prayers. He further asked about the small child in the crib for whom she was apparently praying. The lady gave a sad smile and said that the child in the crib is her son who is suffering from a rare type of cancer and there is only one doctor, Mr. Mark, who can cure him. <laughs> but she doesn't have money to afford his fees and moreover, Dr. Mark lives in another far-off town. She said that God will certainly answer prayer one day and will create some way out one day and added that she will not allow her fears to overcome her faith. <laughs> Stunned and speechless, Dr. Mark was in tears, which were rolling down his cheeks. He whispered, God is great, and recollected the sequence of events. There was malfunction in the plane, a thunderstorm hit, lost his way, and all this happened because God not only just answered her prayers, but also gave him a chance to come out of materialistic world and spare some time to help the poor, hapless people who have nothing but rich prayers. This is a true story, okay? <laughs> so have faith in your prayers, please. <laughs> now, what is that you should pray? There is a indication, there are pointers given here. Kavim Puranam Anushasitaram Anoraniyamsam Anusmaretyaha. Kavihi means, general translation is poet. Here it is Kranta Darshinaha, means in Sarvatnyaha, one who knows, omniscient person is called Kavihi. The one who knows past, present, and future, omniscient, aware of everything. So, Lord is the one who knows everything. So, Kavihi. Puranam. Puranam means most ancient. Ancient or, you know, new and old we understand in terms of time. Pura api navam. It is said. Puranam means even though it is ancient, it is always fresh. New. 
So even though it is old, remains ever new. How? That which stands about time factor <laughs> is timeless. <clears throat> so before the thought came, consciousness was there. After the thought came into the mind, consciousness is there. After the thought disappeared, consciousness is still there. <laughs> so the very time and space concept, the one who is above is Paramatma. So therefore, he is Puranam. Anushasitaram, ruler of the whole world. And also Karmaphala Dhata. Anushasitaram. Anoraniyamsam. So, subtler than the subtlest. Earth is the grossest. Space is the subtlest. And subtler than even space is Bhagavan. Anoraniyam. Some Anusmaredhyaha. One should remember or meditate upon. Anusmaranam. Meditate upon. Sarvasya Dhataram. The one who supports the entire creation. Dhataram. Sarvasya Dhataram. Because the, we are all supported by the earth, earth itself supported by space, space is supported by the Lord. So he is the one who supports everyone. Sarvasya dhataram, achintya rupam and unthinkable. Now all these things we are in pointing out, these pointers are given. We think that Lord is somewhere else. We are talking about some third party entity. But that is what Shankaracharya has said. No, all these are pointing towards you. Achintya <laughs> rupam, unthinkable. See, you can think of something which has got some attributes. See, jati kriya sambandha. Jati kuna kriya sambandha. These are the four factors upon which a mind can think. Say, suppose you jati, what species it belongs to, what attributes it has got, what activity it does do, what is the relationship. This is how our mind works. How do you identify a person? <laughs> he is a human being or animal? You know, there's a question asked. So he is a human being. So this is species. <laughs> Gunam, what does he do? He is an engineer, doctor. <laughs> Or a professional, what is his profession? Guna. Guna. So attributes. Attributes means here, whether he is tall, you know, like uh, fair, or he is coming from which country, he is a Hindu, Muslim, or Christian, this is attributes. <laughs> then Kriya, what is his job? He is a doctor, engineer, etc. And what is the relationship <laughs> between you and that person? So he says, he is my uncle's sons, brothers, sisters, relative. Something like that. If you, even if it is a long drawn the relation, but still there is some relation, you see. So these are the way our mind recognizes an object. Now Paramatma is not coming under any of this. <laughs> what species it belongs to? What are the attributes? What exactly the activities? What are the relations? None of them you can point out. Therefore, achintyam. 
mind is not capable of objectifying it. No concept you can form about that Lord. So therefore, achintya rupam. Aditya varnam. Shining like the sun. Aditya varnam. See, Aditya sun is not capable of illumining darkness. Our Gurudev is telling that somebody Narada went and told Mr. Sun, Hey, there is a beautiful girl. Her name is called Nisha. Darkness, Miss Darkness. So Nisha in Sanskrit is feminine gender. Okay. So there is Miss Darkness is there. She is a very beautiful girl. You can get married to her. So Mr. Sun asked, where is she? So Narada said, she is now in the western <laughs> direction. Oh, then he started from the eastern direction to western direction. And by the time he went there, she went to east. <laughs> when he went to east, he came to west. Now still it is going on, it is said. <laughs> so, <laughs> sunrise, sunset is happening. Because he is still searching for Miss Nisha. <laughs> This is a problem with sun. Sun cannot illumine darkness. But you and I are able to see darkness, isn't it? Say, why? Because the seer behind the eye is consciousness. The consciousness is able to illumine both light and darkness. <laughs> so, tamasaparastha, that's why beyond light and darkness. Sarvasya dhātāra machindya rūpam ādhitya varnam tamasapparastād. Beyond light and darkness is the nature of myself. This is not talking about a god somewhere, sitting somewhere. Here it is. Paramātmā is your real nature. That nature is the description given. This is what we have to meditate upon. <laughs> sitting in the meditation seat. We should take one of the item, not everything. All the eight pointers you don't take. At least Kavim, Puranam, Anushasitaram. So these words you take and try to appreciate the meaning. And the meaning is you. That is a point, connection. That connection you should not give up, forget. So the dictionary meaning you will understand. That is a very easy thing. But we are not talking about that. The real meaning is myself <laughs> not by analyzing the meaning okay now suppose suppose I call you Ramadas your name is Ramadas what is the meaning of Ramadas uh, you are a devotee of Rama Ramadas right now your name is Ramadas suppose I call you Ramadas what you are thinking you are not thinking about the meaning. <laughs> I am a devotee of Rama, therefore I am called Ramdas, so he is calling me. No, the moment you hear the name Ramdas, you get up, isn't it? You are like, it is you. The same way, the moment you say Kavi, 
it is me. <laughs> Puranam, it is me. So that connection has to take place. Until then, we have to meditate. Prayana kale manasa achalena bhaktya yuktaha yoga balena chayva. So all these are connected to the next line. Bhruvor madde prana maveshya samyak satam param purusham upayiti divyam. This is for the people who are doing pranayama. So listening to me, don't start your pranayama. It will be, my lecture is taped also. So, so, so you cannot sue me afterwards. <laughs> I am making it very, making a disclaimer here. Why? Why? Because pranayama is to be practiced under the supervision of a person who is practicing pranayama. So here it is said, through pranayama, you bring that serpent power, that is kundalini power, from muladhara to sahasrara, different chakras, it goes through, and here it is, bhruvor madhe pranama veshya samyak. This detail is given in, in Kathopanishad also, there is a verse, that this prana finally should be taken to the heart and from the heart it will be taken through Sushumna Nadi and through Sushumna Nadi it is brought to between the eyebrows and from there it has to be shot in the Brahmarandra. Brahmarandra means the uh, opening of your head here called Brahmarantra. So then you can take off from there. It's like the rocket, you know, pad. Jiva takes off. And such people will never come back to earth. They will go to Brahmaloka, it is said. So that is what is told here. Bhruvor madhe pranam aveshya samyak satam param purusham upeji divyam prayana kale. Now this is, <laughs> this is to be done when you are ready to go. Say Mahayogis, they used to sit. So in Mahabharata you heard the story of Dronacharya. When he heard his Ashwatha Mahata, Kunjaraha, he didn't hear properly. So Ashwatha Mahata, my son died. The moment he heard that, because all his life he took up arms <coughs> for the sake of his son only. So when his, when his wife, when the son asked milk, the wife mixed some rice flour and gave it to him and the child drank that thinking that it is milk. When the father saw that he could not take it anymore. <laughs> and from there the whole story starts. So that son for whom I did all these things, he has gone. What is the point of my life? So he just threw away his arms and stepped down from the chariot, sat down and immediately took off. <laughs> By the time the Tastumra came and cut off his head, he's already gone actually. <laughs> so this is possible because he was practicing every day. <laughs> Not that that particular moment he could take off like that, no. There was a, another story about Katwanga. Katwanga was a great king. And he went and helped devatas. 
in their war against Timans. And after Devasura, Yuddha was over, and because of his ability, Devas won the war. And Devas were very happy with him. They asked, what boon you want? So this person, Katwanga, asked, please tell me how long, how much more time I have to live. Please check and tell me the record. You know, you have the access to the record. Please tell me. And they looked at it and said, we are very sorry to tell you, you have only one hour left. Thank you very much. So immediately he came down to earth, handed over his kingdom to his son, and then sat down in meditation and attained mukti. <laughs> See, Pruvor Madhi Prayanakale Manasa Achalena. At the time of death, when yogis know that time has come, so they sit down in that meditative pose and bring the prana to the the uh, mate in between the eyebrows and then manasa achalena mind not wavering <laughs> steady mind bhaktya yukta yoga balena Bhagavan says because of the strength of yoga they practiced for a number of years yoga balena bhaktya yukta with devotion endowed with devotion Bruvor Madhye Prana Maveshya Samyak Bringing Prana between the eyebrows that person reaches the Parama Purushaha Satam Param Purusham Upaiti Sarvam Divyam Divyam means divine here Divine So So This is one method, okay? People who are pranayamis, those people who have practiced pranayama for them, over a period of time, of long years of practice, they will be able to accomplish this. This is not for us, okay? Now, second method, Bhagavan is giving choices, okay? There are, it is called Pratika Upasana. Upasana also, one is called Pratima Upasana. Another is called Pratika Upasana. Pratima Upasana is the form of Lord. It has got hands, legs, etc. like our human being. Like Rama, Krishna, etc. They have a human body. It is called Pratima. Or picture of Lord or Murti of the Lord. It has got a form called Pratiba. Then there is Pratika. Pratika means a symbol. But in puja time also, some, you know, the pujaris, you must have seen, Asmin Haridhravimbe, Sumukam Shobanam, Mahaganapadim, Avahayami. Only turmeric powder they will put, one lump of turmeric powder, they say, this is Ganesh Bhagavan. Usko puja karte. And most of the North India, they put one supari. And then they say, this is Ganesha and then do puja. <laughs> but that is Pratika, it is not Pratima. <laughs> the same way Salakramam is there, then uh, for Vishnu, Salakrama, Bhagavan uh, Vishnu is invoked in that, and Shivalinga is also Pratika. <laughs> it doesn't have a particular form or like hands and legs or head or anything, so it is a Pratika, symbol. <laughs> 
So these two types of upasana is there. One is with form, another is with symbol. Now Bhagavan is going to introduce here another pratika that is called Omkara. Omkara is also a pratika. So introducing that, now Bhagavan is telling this. Now eleventh verse, Yadacharam Veda Vidovadanti. Vishanti Yadyatayo Vitaraga Yadichanto Brahmacharyam Charanti Tate Padam Sangrahena Pravakshe This verse is bodily lifted from Kathoparishad. <laughs> so, most of the Gita verses, the ideas are taken from Kathoparishad. Kathoparishad also, Upanishad also, Bhagavan revealed. So, he doesn't have to take permission, <laughs> copyright, and all that, he doesn't have to worry. So, his, his own thing, he can lift it. Yadacharam. <laughs> Veda Vidaha Vadanti, that which is declared imperishable by the knowers of Veda, Veda Vidaha Vadanti, that unto which the self controlled and desire freed enter. Vishanti Yat Yatayo Vita Ragaha. Yatayaha means Yatnishilavan. Those people who are putting forth effort, vishanti, enter. Vita ragaha, free from raga and tvesha. Yedichanto, desiring which, brahmacharyam charanti, people observe brahmacharya. Brahmacharya means brahman alone is the goal. So that those people are called brahmacharya, chamachari. Tatte padam sangrahena pravashe, da pravashe, that padam, that goal, I shall tell you briefly. <laughs> so that padam, Bhagavan is glorifying, that goal, gaining for which people observe Brahmacharya, etc., tapas, khora tapas, for gaining that padam, that goal. What is that goal? I shall tell you briefly. <laughs> In Kathopanishad, uh, Yamaraj didn't have much time, so he said, he immediately, in the same verse itself, he break the meter and says, Om he added there. <laughs> Actually, he breaks the meter also there. <laughs> huh. Then, Sarvatvarani Samyamya Mano Ridini Rudhecha Mutnyatha Yatmana Pranam Astito Yoga Dharanam Astito Yoga 
So how do you practice this Omkara Upasana? So Bhagavan is giving a instruction here. Sarvat Dwarani Samyamya Having closed all gates. <laughs> we have nine gates. Seven of them are on the face only. <laughs> two eyes, two ears, two nostrils, one mouth. So all of them close. How do you do that? <laughs> you can close your eyes, close the mouth also. But when it comes to the ears and nose, what can you do? You can't pluck your ears and sit all the time. Even through that cotton, <laughs> also sound will come. <laughs> nose also you cannot close. <laughs> you will die. You have to breathe. So, there are methods of diverting the attention. Because the moment you sit down, everything is quiet, a small little sound also disturbs you. The moment that sound comes, you are worried from where that sound is coming. It's a creaking sound, something must have broken somewhere. Immediately, mind start picking up that and start developing on it. Stop that. <laughs> okay? We'll see later what is that. Stop that mind from dwelling upon it. Otherwise, you are sitting for meditation at that time, some smell will hit you. Neighbor is frying. What is that? The murchi bhaji. You know that? <laughs> Green chilli. That smell is hitting you. Now, mind will go through that, the smell. I don't know why she is uh, frying only this time. <laughs> when I am sitting for meditation, she has to. Then afterwards you'll say, I will go and ask her how you do it, what is the recipe and things like that. So like this mind starts developing on it. So that is the time. You have to be very alert. Tell the mind, let it be. We'll see that later. <laughs> so Sarvadvarani Samyamya. So this is uh, to be practiced. Every time you sit, some problem or other, even if you go to Himalayas, don't think that there will not be noise. <laughs> Birds will make noise, animals will make noise, some, or tree, or some river, something will always be there, or wind will create noise. Noise you cannot avoid, it will be there. So one has to know how to stop the mind dwelling upon it. You have to tell the mind, Hey, I am going to meditate for 20 minutes. Don't disturb me. All your problem, I will attend to it afterwards. Have a contract. It's called auto-suggestion. It works. Because if you want to get up tomorrow morning, let us say, go to the airport, you have to get up at 4.30, and you put the alarm also, you told everybody. And you have a Grandmother at home, she always complained, don't sleep, no sleep at all. But you told her also, since you don't sleep, you wake me up. 
But that is the day she said, I slept well today, she says. <laughs> but I tell you, your auto-suggestion works. Before, <coughs> for 25, your eyes are open. Alarm comes later. The same way in meditation seat also, you have to tell the mind, hey, I'm going to do this, don't disturb me. You'll see, it works. The same way, this Sarvadvarani Samyamya Manoridhi Nirudhyacha, mind, fixing the mind in your heart. Means what? Let not the mind waver. So steady, keep the mind steady. Nirutyacha. Mutnyayad Atmana Pranam. Having fixed the life breath in the head. So this is again pranayama. But don't worry about that. Because those people, people who have done pranayama, they will be able to do it for us. Ravana Maharshi's method is the best, Sukha Pranayama. Sukha Pranayama is, you observe your breath. You just watch your breath, which is harmless. So, Mudhyada Yatmana Pranam Astido Yogadharanam So, Imagine your breath is being taken up to the sahasrara, to the head, to the, the crown of your head. <laughs> These are all imaginary points, and you try to imagine that. It is not necessary. Here, as the mind lifts from the lower to the higher, so this mental elevation is called kundalini rise. <laughs> it can happen in other way also. Even Vedantic meditation also, this is possible. So, a stage will come, we unclutch, the mind will unclutch from the body and elevate itself. So that lifting the mind from the lower to the higher is what is aimed at in the meditation. So those who are engaged in the practice of yoga, they do all this mudnyadha yatmana pranam astido yogadharanam so, but when we are trying to practice meditation, of course, we have to sarvadvarani sanmimya manorudhi nirudhyacha. That part, we should do it. Cut off, I mean, close all the windows. <laughs> As really all of our senses close. And then keep the mind steady. This is very important. Then, what is to be meditated upon? Let us see this verse. We will see more tomorrow. Om Ittye Kaksharam Brahma Vyaharan Maam Anusmaran Yafprayadityya Jandeham Sahyati paramam gatim. 
So this is called pratikam, omkara. Omkara is the pratika symbol. Om is the ekaksharam brahma. Om is the ekaksharam brahma. Ekaksharam means one letter. Ekaksharam, one syllabled name for Brahman, Lord. Vyaharan, repeating, remembering or uttering. Maab anusmaran, remembering me. <laughs> so, you chant Om, remembering Bhagavan. That is the point. So that means what? Omkara also Bhagavan. That is the idea. So Om has got three letters. Akara, Ukara, Makara. So, and Amatra. So, A, O, Ma. The three matras, three letters. Joined together is Om. And it tapers into, the sound tapers into a silence. That silence is called Amatra state. That silence is Bhagavan. <laughs> so, Omkara Upasana, there are twelve mantras given in Mandukya Upanishad. Twelve mantras are written only explaining what is Om. Okay. <laughs> For that, commentary is written. Three chapters <laughs> running each two hundred verses. Kaudavadacharya. Very famous commentary. Kariga. So, Omkara is not that simple. Okay. <laughs> so, right now, what we should understand that if you don't have a now, yesterday I was telling you in the meditation seat, think of your Ishta Devata. Suppose you don't have Ishta Devata. Some people don't have. So, take Omkara as Pratika. So, just chant Om Omkara Shapta. And we shall see the significance of Om tomorrow. Okay? We'll stop here, we'll do some meditation. <laughs>